Sometimes it just feels like the end of the world when I can't get my favorite chicken sandwich on a Sunday. At least that's what lawmakers in New York think because they want Chick-fil-A to have to open on Sundays. America has a long history of what used to be called blue laws. Blue laws were limitations of economic activity on Sundays. Originally, they were designed to do two things, to strengthen Christianity by making it possible for American citizens to easily worship in their local churches. But secondly, it was to protect the working class by guaranteeing that some businesses were always closed on Sundays so that they were never allowed to have a seven-day work week. It was a social commitment to care for citizens. Blue laws began to fall into disfavor over time and have all but been eliminated in, in America today. The last statewide blue law uh, was discontinued in 2019. And while there are still some communities that have certain economic restrictions on uh, the sale of beer, for example, on Sundays or other things, most blue laws have just disappeared over time. But the pendulum of secularism always swings from one extreme to another. And as we have lost the idea that the working class deserves a day off, and the idea that it's healthy for American citizens to at least have the, a reasonable opportunity to worship in their, uh, in their church of choice, what we find now is we're moving in the opposite extreme where lawmakers in New York have proposed a bill which would force all restaurants that have uh, locations along their um, statewide highway system at all their rest stops, it would force all restaurants to be open for business all seven days every week. Now, this is particularly aimed at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is a Christian-owned company and they have a long tradition and history of being closed on Sundays, specifically for the reasons that America as a nation used to support. That is, to make it easier for their employees to have a day of worship at the church of their choice and to guarantee that their workers were never burdened with a seven-day work week. There's always a guarantee of a day off. Those used to be American values, but now because Chick-fil-A is not sufficiently pro-LBTGQ, they are being punished in the state of New York. The courts have, in some places, rejected government's ability to prevent Chick-fil-A from expanding the number of stores uh, because of arbitrary discriminatory policies. But what's happening in New York is that at 10 of the major rest stops out of 27 total, Chick-fil-A has a restaurant. Those restaurants are closed, famously so, on Sundays. The new bill being proposed requiring all restaurants to be open seven days a week uh, is clearly targeting Chick-fil-A. While the Democratic Assemblyman sponsor of the bill, 
uh, denies that. He says, in fact, uh, his motivation for this bill is consumer choice. In other words, his argument is we need to force Chick-fil-A to be open seven days a week so that our drivers who stop at our rest stops have the full range of culinary choices available to them. Now, uh, frankly, that's just silly. As much as I love Chick-fil-A chicken, nobody ever died by missing a Sunday chicken sandwich. But while he says this bill is not targeting Chick-fil-A, he goes on to say that because Chick-fil-A is, quote, insufficiently adhering to the LGBTQ agenda, that forcing this Christian company to violate its own holy day seems like a proportionate punishment for nonconformity. In other words, because you're not abiding by the new cultural standards that America has never even held until five minutes ago, the government is saying you can't give your employees a day off. You can't close your business. It's no longer a private business. We'll tell you when you have to be open, when you have to serve the public. Now, what's interesting about this is the justification for this from, uh, from religious supporters really plays to this idea that Chick-fil-A is not even really Christian because after all, everybody knows that Jesus would, would be willing to, to serve people on Sundays. Well, how do we know that? Well, because the movement in our culture that tells us what Jesus is like believes they know what Jesus would do. In fact, we're told in high-profile moments like the Super Bowl. We're told that he gets us. Have you seen these commercials that are now prominently being displayed on various high-profile uh, television programs and sporting events? He Gets Us is uh, an organization that is attempting to bring Jesus back into the public conversation, the cultural uh, discussion of values. Now, while I'm generally in favor of anything that raises the topic of Jesus, while I generally support anything that puts Jesus on our cultural radar so that we can discuss what it is that, that he teaches, while I'm generally supportive of talking about such things, the fact of the matter is, these new commercials have some problems. Let's think about this. The one that, that ran a couple of times during the Super Bowl has caused uh, the, the greatest stir because it showed um, what I would say a picture of a modern version of Christianity with a decidedly leftward flavor. It was a picture of Christians in various settings washing the feet of, of others. Now what's interesting about that the, the commercial is that it was Christians humbling themselves and washing the feet of people in a variety of situations, all of which seemed to, pro to proclaim the message that these were people who were different from us, but worthy of our 
humility as we, as we approach them, that we do ministry by humbling ourselves before these people. It included a, a mother who was apparently uh, just completing an abortion at an abortion clinic. It included uh, people who uh, appear to be uh, members of the LGBTQ community. Uh, Christians were washing the feet of, uh, of, of people who were in a variety of circumstances. And the message seemed to be that Christians, in order to truly follow Jesus, should simply humble themselves in such a way that we serve those who live lifestyles different than us. Well, there are several problems here. Number one, uh, there was a real selectivity in these commercials of the kinds of people that Christians should be serving by foot washing, uh, whether it was the, the homosexual man or, or the mother who's just aborted a baby or, or other things. Uh, there were lots of other kinds of sinners that weren't included. For example, there was nobody. Um, there was nobody from a MAGA rally whose feet were being washed by Christians. There was nobody. There were. There was no um, white trash, drugged out uh, factory worker from Ohio whose feet were being washed. There's no. Uh, there's no miner uh, from West Virginia whose feet were being washed. The message is uh, there are certain kinds of people that Christians should humble themselves in order to serve, but the message by what it left out seems to communicate that there are certain kinds of sinners out there, typically those right-wing sinners that are apparently beyond the pale of redemption. They don't need to be served because they're not redeemable. Well, the reality is Sin affects every human being. In fact, it's clear that uh, in, in Romans chapter 3, it's clear, Paul tells us that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. In other words, the message of God's word is, if we're going to evangelize sinners, there can't be culturally acceptable sinners and culturally despised sinners. Sin is sin. And, if, and sin, all sin separates us from God. I find it fascinating that in order for us to believe that we have a handle on who Jesus is, that he gets us, we only see those imitating this culturally acceptable Jesus as ministering to people that the culture, frankly, doesn't feel like our sinners. Well, the other side of this issue is that the commercial would be less bothersome to me if the essence of Christianity was simply the humble service of those around us. Now, there is an element of that in Christianity but in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15, you can look it up and read it, Paul makes the statement that our real responsibility as followers of Jesus Christ is not simply to serve people where they are, but our responsibility is to speak truth in love to those people. 
See, what the He Gets Us campaign doesn't do is it doesn't have any presentation that Jesus might come to you with the expectation that if you follow him, you will need to become a different kind of person. Now, he'll make that happen. He makes the change possible, but the He Gets Us, uh, the whole motto, He Gets Us, seems to imply that He Gets Us, He identifies with us, exactly as we are, with no implication that anything needs to be different. The people behind the He Gets Us campaign are promoting our humble service, but they're abandoning this call to speak truth in love. Now, let me talk to you about this idea of foot washing. The commercial would be okay if foot washing was what Christianity was all about. But here's what I want you to think about. In the New Testament, we don't find foot washing offered as an example that the church does for the culture at large. In fact, if we go back and look at how foot washing appears in the New Testament, in 100% of the cases, foot washing is done within the community of faith. There's no sacramental instruction. There's no charge of Jesus to go out into the culture and randomly wash the feet of sinners. Foot washing is from Jesus a lesson in humility in the way that we within the faith serve and treat each other. Now, that doesn't mean we don't do ministry to those outside the community of faith, but it is a hijacking of Scripture to take foot washing, which is designed to create a, a humble relationship within the body, and to present it as though that sort of indiscriminate service for those who are outside the faith is the essence of what it means to follow Jesus. Listen, we're always at risk of downplaying the biblical Jesus because our culture wants to sanitize him so that he's acceptable to a culture that revels in their rebellion against God and doesn't want to be held accountable for the necessity of change. Richard Niebuhr, a, a philosopher and theologian from mid-20th century, uh, once criticized liberal Christianity for abandoning the, the categories of wrath and justice which are so prominent throughout the Word of God. This is what he said. He said, liberal Christianity offers a God without wrath who brought men without sin into a kingdom without judgment through the ministry of a Christ, of a Christ without a cross. It's interesting what Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 23 is, everybody always wants to come to God in their own way. In his day, the Jews wanted to come one way, the Gentiles wanted to come another way. The Jews wanted signs, the, the Gentiles wanted uh, wisdom. Everybody has always wanted to come to God in their own way. That's not how it works. He went on to say, while the Jews want to come to God one way and the Gentiles want to come to God in another way, he said, we preach Christ crucified because that is the only way to come to God. Listen, I'm all for talking about Jesus and I'm all for a cultural conversation about what's true. But let's not have this sanitized, culturally acceptable 
mamby-pamby Jesus. Let's talk about the man who is the real thing. Let's talk about who Jesus was. Let's minister, but let's tell the truth in love. He does get us, but he refuses to, to take us where we are and leave us there. He gets us because he became human, but he became human to help us be everything God desired for us when he created us. And this idea that Christians should just sort of pat everybody on the head and give everybody the same cheap prize at the end of the game is not real Christianity, it's not the real Jesus, and it's not how he gets us. Let's force Chick-fil-A to open on Sundays. Let's make Jesus serve us humbly, regardless of our sin. They love that because it makes Christianity a religion with no spine, with no truth, and as a result, a religion with no eternal benefit. Let's be biblical Christians, and let's go change the world. This is Truth Currents. Well,